I love a good life hack. Facebook stories with hacks are like my (laughs) kryptonite. I can get lost scrolling on any one of those when there's a cooking hack, a woodworking hack, and I'm not even a woodworker, uh, a home organization hack, whatever it might be. I love a good hack. And the productivity space has a lot of hacks. You know what I'm saying? But all hacks, productivity or otherwise, are actually tactics. And you cannot hack your way to productivity. And that's not a bad thing. That's what we'll be talking about in today's episode. Welcome to the Productivity Shift Podcast, the only podcast for women in charge who feel overwhelmed with all they have to do. Whether you own your own business or lead a team or take care of your family or all of the above, this is the podcast for you. Choose how to spend your time so you can make progress on what matters most to your life and business. I am your host, Elise Enriquez, a certified life coach, productivity dork, and the creator of the GIST program that helps you get your shit together. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey, Shifters, did you notice that I said we'll be talking about this in this episode? Who the hell is we? It's really just me, myself, and I. Uh, Anyway. I really want to just make sure that I acknowledge that there are a lot of great productivity hacks out there. And I'm going to say productivity hacks, productivity with quotes around it. There's the Pomodoro method where you work in 25 minute blocks. You say, okay, for the next 25 minutes, I'm going to work on this thing and I'll take a five minute break and then I'll jump in for another 25 minute working block and so on and so forth. And, And the great thing about that is you're really intentional. It sets a really cool pace. It can be really motivating to have a timer going, let me tell you. Batching is another thing where you take all like activities and batch them all together. That's a great one too. Time blocking is where you're going to say, okay, every day from nine to 10, I'm going to work on sales calls and lead generation work. You're saying for this amount of time specifically, I will always do this thing. There's the two minutes or less rule where you say, well, if something's just going to take two minutes, then you just do it. If it's going to take two minutes or less, you just do it so that you don't accumulate a bunch of little small, you know, tasks that need to get done and it becomes hours of work instead. You can have no meeting days. That's a great quote unquote productivity hack to try, right? I, I've, I've done that and it's super helpful. And I actually I still do that. I have employed and enjoyed all of these productivity hacks that I just outlined. They're, they're great. They're really actually tactics. Great tactics can be really helpful. But if they don't line up to an overall strategy, then they aren't actually that helpful. I mean, you could two minutes or less your day away without getting anything meaningful done. And when I say meaningful, I mean meaningful to you, important to you. So let's take a look at this difference between tactics and strategies. You know, I love a good definition. And so uh, Merriam-Webster is always my source. I don't know why. I just like their website better. But anyway, when you look at what Merriam-Webster has to say about strategy is that strategy is a careful plan or method. It's the art of devising or employing plans or stratagems to achieve a goal. So I think of of your strategy as more of your roadmap, your blueprint, your game plan. It is the what and why of your time spent, of your life, of your actions. Tactics are the art or skill. Okay, so again, Merriam-Webster. Tactics are the art or skill of employing available means to accomplish an end. And what's helpful, the key word that's helpful in that definition is available means. It immediately tells you that tactics are more 
at the ground level. They are more about you actually executing on something. They are day-to-day. They are the specific maneuvers, right? The specific maneuvers you employ to execute your strategy. They are how you get to where you want to go. So we've got some high-level definitions here now, right? Strategy is your, your game plan, your roadmap. It is the what and the why of what you are doing, whereas the tactics are how you are getting there. It is how you achieve the big picture. So now that we've got those covered, I'm going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with the pros and cons of productivity hacks. Hey there, I just want to pop in real quick to let you know that in the GIST community, we work on both strategies and tactics to get after our big goals in a way that allows us to enjoy our lives along the way with the people and the experiences that matter most to us. So we do this by getting clear on where we want to go, and we do that over and over again because life and work are always changing. We do this by setting up simple systems to help us stay on track, and we do this by identifying the tactics that are actually going to be helpful for the strategy that you are working toward, for the goals that you are working toward, and the tactics that are actually going to be helpful for you. So the hacks, if you will, that are actually going to be helpful and work for you, your approach, and your style. All of this happens in a group of focused, determined, caring women in business. And I, I should also note, yes, we have a few guys. Yes, we have people who don't own their own businesses, but overall, they have the entrepreneurial mindset. And they do this by supporting each other and learning from each other through our live events and our community platform. So if you want to learn more about the GIST community, I'm holding an open house on Wednesday, December 13th at 9.30 a.m. Pacific. And like any good open house, I will give you a tour. So you'll get a tour of the community. I will answer your questions about the community. And you may even get to meet some of our community members. So if you'd like to learn more and attend our next open house, go to eliseenriquez.com forward slash open house to register. Hope to see you there. Okay, let's dig into why productivity hacks are so alluring. I mean, First of all, you usually get some quick wins. If you just, if you've never tried the Pomodoro technique before, just look it up. Like I already kind of gave you a brief overview at the top of the episode. Look it up, give it a genuine chance, and you will, you will experience the quick wins and the satisfaction of just getting some stuff done. It feels great. You also are going to get time savings, right? So that's, it can be so alluring to have a hack that is going to save you time. And another reason why they can be so alluring or another pro, if you will, of productivity hacks is that it gives you smoother workflows. Certain hacks, especially batching or time blocking or theme days, they make it so that you're not switching back and forth to different tasks and contexts so much that you're losing time. So it makes your workflow a lot smoother. All of these are great reasons to try out productivity hacks. And by now, you probably realize that the hacks alone are not going to cut it. Productivity hacks are really just great tactics. But when they're used in isolation, they can lead to burnout because you're always going after the quick win and the time saving. You're just kind of go, go, go. And I have found that burnout happens more often when people are just trying to get a bunch of stuff done, but that stuff doesn't necessarily align to a bigger picture for themselves. There is no long-lasting, sustainable fuel that is there because they are just going for the quick win, not the long-term goal. When used in isolation, productivity hacks can also just make you feel bad. If you There's a lot of hype around productivity hacks. And if they don't work, 
you can just really feel bad about yourself. The thing about any kind of tactic is that it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. I, I would encourage you to experiment with productivity hacks like crazy. And all of this leads to what I think is the most important risk when it comes to using productivity hacks in isolation is that even the best productivity hack is not really that productive if it's overlooking the big picture. When it gets down to it, if you're using productivity hacks without aligning them to an overall strategy, you're not actually being productive. At least not in my world. In my world, productivity is about making progress on what matters most to you, not just making progress for progress's sake. Not only that, it's about making progress on what matters most to you while still enjoying the journey, while being truly present for the people that you care about, from your family to your clients, to your friends, to the larger global community, to yourself, being present to yourself. Like what a what a concept, right? The bottom line is you get to decide what's most important to you. You get to decide what that means, what your big picture is, your life strategy, if you will. And then you figure out what tactics you'll use to get there or productivity hacks. So I want to remind you that this is exactly what we do in the GIST community. We gather occasionally to get clear on what matters most to that big picture And we gather more frequently to make sure that we have the tools, tactics, and mindset in place to get you to where you want to go. So if you want to learn more about the community, please join us for the next open house. Go to eliseenriquez.com forward slash open house. Go out there and try out some productivity hacks for sure. And if you need help figuring out how to align those to the big picture, do join us for the open house. All right, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most to you. 